Jason. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds. Budget Blinds! Hey, did you know Signature Series automated shades provide a safer environment for children and pets due to their cordless nature? All hail those robot shade overlords. Did you know that? I mean, is this new? It, well, not for us, but you know, in case you are listening now, perhaps you have started the subscription in election season to wisely listen to the dulcet tones of Nick and Jason, and you are unfamiliar with our Robot Shade Overlords in the Signature Series Automated Shades. Now you know. Now you know. Those programmable features, they allow you to use heating or cooling only when you need it to hit maximum energy efficiency. So if you're ready, Jason, to make your home a smart home. You want to make it safer and more efficient. Go see our friends at Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Tell them Jason Nick sent you. Today's episode is also brought to the people by Prodeo Youth Center. Prodeo is presenting its annual Twisted Trivia event at 7 p.m. this Friday night at Paradise Park. You betcha. Look, Nick, I'm going to be clear here. I would totally kill you at trivia. I am a trivia. I'm, I'm a, like. Well, we've been on a team before. I know. And, and I was, we rocked. We did. And I was way better than you even then. But oh, wow, harsh. Nick Nick is going to be there. I can't be because I have a prior commitment. So he's they're going to have to struggle in the competition without my lead this year. But this event serves as the major fundraiser for the community's only youth center. If you want more information on the event, you should visit prodeoyouthcenter.org and check it out. Hello again and welcome to Lee Summit Town Hall, a weekly podcast about what you can do to make a difference. I'm Jason Norbury, and as always, I am joined by a man who thinks every Tuesday is super. It's Nick Parker, the publisher of Link to Lisa. You know what makes it super? It's Super Taco Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday, and therefore, it's super. Every Tuesday is a Super Tuesday. And if you see, we, we are recording this on Super Tuesday for your listening pleasure on the Wednesday that follows. We're not going to talk about the various and sundry presidential preference primaries, uh, but there we are. Um, Link to Lease Summit is the source for all the news you need about our very fine city. And our unofficial sponsor today is, as it turns out, chicken tacos, which remain better than burgers. Look, I'm going to make chicken jokes. And I'm going to make duck jokes for the next, like, well, weeks, honestly. I'm going to let you people figure it out, and we'll talk about it later. Yeah. It'll be a couch session later. Hey, Jason, I want to do something a little bit different. I really only have one topic. There's not a lot us. going on. There's this not week. a lot going on. It's, a, it's what we would call a chill week. Well, that's true. Um, summit. And we're going to get to, on Friday, we'll get back to candidate interviews. We're going to have our second Board of Education candidate panel. We'll, we will have Kim Fritchie, Mark Leach, and Matt Newald on this Friday as we talk to them about their perspectives. On the school district and and kind of what they see they could bring to the table if they are elected for one of those three spots that are open. But today I wanna I wanna kind of step back a little bit, Jason. It, amongst all of this election talk, I want to talk about just being involved. We started the show as a way to be involved, as a way to to help make an impact on on your community. And one of the easiest ways is to show up and vote. And that's why we talk about election stuff. That's why we interview all the candidates is so that people can be informed and they can but, go vote. But, but being but, involved in elections is not the only way that you can be involved in your city. Man. Exactly. So that's why uh, a little note. When I was looking at the agenda for Tuesday night's city council meeting, there was one little thing on there that popped out. And I thought, hey, 
this is a good thing for us to talk about. On Tuesday, there were a handful of mayoral appointments to various city commissions on Tuesday night. And this is a fantastic way to get involved and learn a little bit about what happens in the city and, and how things work. And so I thought, you know, Jason, you and I each serve on a on a commission. We were both appointed by by mayors to, to, to do this thing. And so I thought maybe it'd be a good idea for us to just talk a little bit about all of there's a there's a lot of different commissions covering different industries and niches around the around the community. So maybe this is this is something, you know, other people, this is a great way that they can get in. Right. I'm a I will actually I'll start with a personal anecdote that'll be good. Um so story time with Uncle Jay. Way back in two thousand eight or so, uh, I ran for an elected office, uh, state house of representatives. And clearly I did not win. But at the, after that, uh, I was trying to figure out how one can get in, you know, sort of get involved in that whole process. Well, what happened at that point, um, when that election was finished after that, I kind of figured out, well, I signed up. I like literally, I went on the website. It's this easy, folks. I went to the city's website and I put my name in. I said, and I'd be interested in serving on the following. And I don't know, it was, I probably listed three of the boards and commissions that were available, one of which was planning commission. Uh, and no joke, you know, it was right after uh, Mayor Rhodes was elected. Um, I got uh, I got a contact from the city saying, hey, are you still interested in serving? And I said, yes. And I was it. And that was it. And, and I have found it to be, you know, the, the point I will, I, I will maintain, you know, this facade as long as possible that the reason I was running for an elected office was I wanted to, to make my community a better place in some fashion. And, and really what I found was that itch is much, much easier and honestly, probably more effective to scratch serving on a board or a commission than it would would have been had I gotten elected and spent a couple of years in Jeff City. I, I I think you are absolutely correct. I mean, we we've said it all along that you have more opportunity to to affect change right here in your backyard than you do anywhere else. I have a similar, and this is gonna this will this will come up later. And uh, we have well, we have an interview, and the subject's gonna come up. You're, you'll see a recurring theme. I I when I when I came back to the Lee Summit area and I moved to Lee Summit in 2010. I wanted to get involved, so I asked a few people, and I was immediately uh, uh, voluntold and, and roped into into the the downtown Main Street organization. And then I the same thing too. As as I, I was on the city's website, um, I had heard there was an opening on on a on a commission, and so I filled out the form and I said, "Hey, I'm interested in that one." I probably checked a few other boxes. A few weeks later, I get a call, and the mayor would like to to put you on one of these. It wasn't the one I was hoping for. Um, but I was put on to the to the arts council, and I'm glad I was. It's I've got to I've been able to learn about a whole different part of the city and, and be involved in some things that I never would have on my own. And it's just it's easy. It's an easy thing to be involved in, and it lets you kind of just jump in. And and I can tell you, and I've actually heard this from our current mayor, and I think we've heard it actually from the former mayor as well. Uh, is that one of the hardest things they have to do is find all the people who are qualified and willing to serve on these boards and commissions. It's not like there's a thousand people lining up to serve on the uh, Board of Adjustments or the Historic Preservation Commission or the Public Safety Advisory Board. The the Aeronautics Commission. These are some that are these are ones these are appointments and on some of these commissions that are that are coming up on Tuesday or honestly for the Planning Commission or or any of 
just there are there are there's like more than a dozen of them that the city has, and no, and, and, I, and I'll say and you know, I'm now on my second term with with the arts council, and I and I chair it now, and just starting this past month is the first time that we have had all twelve seats filled since I've been on. Right, and so it's, and so it is it is kind of hard to to find those, and it's a it is a time commitment like everything else. But man, is it, a, it, it it just a great way and pretty pretty easy way. To get involved, right, and it, and honestly, like I said, I I think that if you have that urge to do something that matters, that makes a difference, you don't have to run for city council, board of ed, any of these. There are gobs and gobs of of like appointed or vo- solid volunteer opportunities like that that you can go and you can give that service. And here's the secret: everybody's really thankful, but nobody really expects like. You know, we have expectations of our city council people. Like they have to go, and they've got to be like prepared, and they've got to read all this stuff, and they've got to know all this, like all the things. And they get yelled at by people. Nobody yells at the arts council people. I mean, I hope anybody yell at you. I'm not well, just me. Well, you get yelled at, but that's more of a personality <laughs> right. problem than it is. A, but I mean, nobody calls and like you know, you don't get constituent phone calls where you're out there, and so you're not insulated from it. You hear it, but you also are are. You're removed because you don't have that level of expectation. And city staff appreciate you. The electeds appreciate you. And when people stop and think about it, the the regular old citizens. Yeah, most of the questions you get are, what is it that you do? What does that group do? That's really the most question. Now, I've asked you, I think, before some of this. But you've been on you've been on planning commission for 10 years, more than 10 years now. Almost 10 years. Almost it's, 10 years. It's creeping right up, yeah. What uh, I, I guess I guess maybe as as we're trying to say, hey, here's a good good reason to do it. But but what are some things? Why has it been good for you? What are some pauses that you take out of this? I mean, almost ten years of service on this thing. You know, why are you are are you proud that you've done it? Are there things that have happened that you feel like you have made an impact or that that has affected you? Well, I mean, we play a. You know, planning commission is one of the. You're a weird board. Well, it's one of the more glamoury boards that's out there. I mean, because we do hold public hearings and we do things like that, and and we, well, we don't have any budgetary authority. You but, you actually make a little bit of your decisions. You're more of a decision making board rather than a recommending board. Well, we are a recommending board, but we have a lot of play in that whole process, and so there, it, it's a little bit different. But I would say this is that you know you can say this for the Arts Commission or heck the Aeronautics Commission or any of these others. There are going to be things that you work on that you make a difference on. If you're on the Human Relations Commission, you know you do the MLK event and you do other things that make a difference in the way the city functions, and so you get to see. And it may be small bits and pieces. It may be it may be something really big. I mean, we've we've had some big stuff. I mean, the apartments that are all over the city now are are things that we had a lot of conversations about. And we've talked about it on this podcast and others, but like we've had those same conversations at the planning commission level. And then they go to the city council and then what we do influences what they do, but then you get to see it built, right? I mean, that's a thing that we, I get, right. I get to drive by and go, oh yeah, we involved in that. And, and we made these pushes to make it better in this way or change it in that way or what have you. And the, the same thing I would assume goes for a lot of these other things. You may be a board that deals with, you know, making recommendations on changes to ordinances. Or uh, if you're on historic preservation, you may say, you know, hey, we want to make sure that we cover, we protect these things. And you can drive by a house that's a 130-year-old house here in Lee Summit and or a structure. And you can say, hey, like, you know, that exists still today in part because of the work that we were doing. Those are the kinds of things. And so you see that. And I don't know what the, you know, 
what the Board of Aeronautics Commissioners are going to see as the changes that they go through, but I'm sure that they do. Um, and you can really see that stuff and you get a different view. You look at the city differently when you're involved in those decisions. I, I, I'll throw in that one of the things we're excited about uh, on Arts Council right now is we are working on getting installed some public art. We're going to have some sculptures in downtown Lee Summit. So we did a national call for artists, and then we had uh, some jury selection to to choose from the submissions. And we're gonna have we're gonna have six places where there's gonna be new sculptures. They're up for a year, and then we'll do the whole process again and get get new one in the following year. But it's gonna be really cool. I can't I and can't the, and I the, can't say what they are yet, guys. But it's re- I'm really 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 excited. There's gonna be some cool cool stuff, and they will be up in April. Right. And, and you guys get to go around and your names aren't going to be on some plaque somewhere for all eternity, but you get to go and you see that, but you get to go and see that and go, you know, Hey, I helped do that. Right. That that was my idea or I helped shape it in this way or heck I voted for these, you know, I voted and these were the six I wanted and they're out. Right. I mean, those are, you get that, that little piece of behind the scenes piece and it's really, it feels good to do that. And, you know, honestly, you're doing stuff to make the city better, which is a nice side effect of all this good stuff. So it's really cool. So really what this all boils down to is, is if you feel like you want to, you want to get involved, you want to learn about some city processes, you just want to want to feel like, Hey, you're giving back and helping make a difference. You can just go to the city's website and you can find the form and you can fill it out and you just, it's got a list and you just, Actually, just check mark right. commissions that would interest and, you. And there are links to the pages that tell you what their focuses are. So if it's not perfectly clear, but maybe something that triggers your uh, triggers an interest that you have and you wanted to explore it and you put that in there. And uh, I know Mayor Baird takes this very seriously and tries to make sure that the appointments are, are well suited to what, what the boards need to be doing. There you go. One more way to get involved and to affect a little change in our neighborhood. Jason, that's really the only big topic I had that I wanted to talk about today. So let's just, we're going to take a short break. We've got a couple of uh, uh, paying sponsors that want to give out a message. We're going to hear from them. And then we'll be back with a an interview with Julie Cook, the events director for downtown Main Street. She wants to talk a little bit about the Emerald Isle Parade that's in two weeks. And also we're going to celebrate Julie takes the lead. In a as, very important contest. In a very very important content. And by the way, the other most important thing, she's also Team Taco. And you will hear more about that in just a bit. Owner of Embrace the Grape and District 4 resident. Donnie Funk has my vote for City Council, and here's why. Donnie's time serving on the Planning Commission, his experience in the construction industry, and his work as a small business owner has given him the insight we need on City Council. This means that Donnie knows the questions to ask to get accountability for our tax dollars. Donnie Funk is a strong advocate for public safety and will work to ensure police and firefighters, along with all city employees, are well cared for. Join me in voting Funk for Four on April 7th. Have you ever wondered what factors go into creating your FICO score? If so, you're not alone. Score a Better Future is an exciting nationwide program created by FICO, the company which developed the FICO score used in over 90% of all credit-granting decisions by lenders. In partnership with local nonprofit organizations, the next Score a Better Future financial community education event is coming to Kansas City. This free event will be held at the Bruce R. Watkins Cultural Heritage Center at 3700 Blue Parkway on March 19th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. 
Hear from FICO experts, gain access to your FICO score for free, and get one-on-one counseling from local nonprofit credit counselors. Dinner is also free, and Congressman Emanuel Cleaver from the 5th District will be speaking. Don't miss out. Spots will go fast, so go to www.fico.com backslash S-A-B-F to reserve your spot today. It's time to score a better future for you and your family. We are here with Julie Cook, the Events and Promotions Director for Downtown Lee Summit Main Street. Events Czar. Events Czar. <laughs> New title. Yeah. You heard it here first. Promotion and arrays. It's <laughs> yeah. Julie Cook. Hey, Donnie, you're welcome. All right. Uh, but with Downtown Main Street, and she is here today. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm very happy. Julie, I got big news. You do? Today with this... Im- this appearance, mm-hmm. you're now the leader in the clubhouse. Woohoo! This is appearance number six. So, you Matt Sanning, you are in a club of one. Dave wow. Eames, you guys are behind. Mm-hmm. Julie is now our favorite. I'm taking Here the we crown. go. Let's be honest, Julie's been our favorite the whole time. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> we just happened to make, you know, we have power to like put these people on, and we've held some of them off, yeah. including one we have started a spat with, and we have not let him on to defend his. Anti-taco heresy. Well, I, I mean, to be fair, that's why he's not coming on. Yeah, I mean, because so. we don't want heathens right. that choose burgers. Julie is smart enough to know not to besmirch tacos. Oh, I'm Team these, Taco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look at that. We don't even have to get to the question. She's yeah. just I, out she there. Knows. I'm Team Taco. <laughs> and she has seventh appearance already. So there we, there go. we go. All right. So let's talk a little bit. Um, you're here to talk about what with us today. I am here to talk about the Emerald Isle Parade coming to you in downtown Lee Summit on Saturday, March 14th at noon. All right. So there we go. It's that's, a par- the, that's the full pitch. That's, that's a, a soundbite. <laughs> it's a parade. Yes. All right. So there are, there are entrants in the parade. Oh, absolutely. Like We're how many have- entrants do we have? Like what do we got? And, sure. and what are we looking for? Sure. So you're going to see a lot of very interesting floats. Um, we have about 75 entries. Oh, we had a yeah. big a big jump because just a, a week ago we were we were a little lower than that. Right. So if you're hearing this and you still want to see if you can get an entry in the parade, visit our website or call our office as soon as possible. So this yes. is Wednesday. Don't make. Is there a, is there a? I mean, so technically deadline is passed. Yeah. But maybe if they beg. Right? right. Maybe if they beg, you'll you'll let some people in. But yeah, but we're gonna need you to beg. They bring, tacos. Yep. Yes. bring tacos. Bring tacos. <laughs> yeah. But maybe right. maybe Wednesday or Thursday you might allow a few more entries. Right. Because I mm-hmm. know I happen to be I get to be on the inside here. We do have a, a limit for a number of, of, of entries yes. that we can, we can have in there. So so we you might you might let the deadline slide a little bit to get a few more. Right. All right, so do we have a theme this year? What are we doing? We do. Our theme this year is There's No Place Like Home. Wait, that sounds like... I've heard that before. I've heard that. Does that sound familiar? Are we going to get copyright infringed by this? Yeah. No, we're not. Hopefully not. Um, You guys are familiar with The Wizard of Oz. I've never heard of it. What? (laughs) (laughs) Beloved 1939 classic. Wow. Whoa. (laughs) She's coming with knowledge. 80 years. So yeah. that is oh, impressive, yeah. by the way. I do my research before I come on these shows. That's um. that's good. That, that's that's one up on the. Hosts, by the way, you uh, so. no one else has ever done research before the show before. So. I'm the only one. I like to be over prepared for my appearances. It's just how I roll. This is why she's been on so often. There we go. All right, yeah. so we're we're honoring the movie, or are we just uh, we kind of go in that direction. Well, it's kind of a 
you can take it however you want to interpret that theme. There's no place like home. You could go Wizard of Oz. It could be, you know, there's no place like home, meaning Lee Summit is your hometown. And, you know, what you love about Lee Summit could be showcased in your float. So can we put horses in little red sparkly suit shoes? Ooh. Well, more importantly, will you be wearing sparkly ruby shoes? You know, I think I have no choice. But to do that now. That's true. Yeah. Now we have we have you have set the spot. Now we have to we have to go that route from here forward. So. Yes. I love that idea. Do you own <clears throat> Ruby Red Slippers? Mm, I do not, honestly. But okay, it's so not too late. To if get you want to be in the parade. Does Mr. Event Czar own Ruby Red Slippers? <laughs> My husband? Yeah. Is he, he's the Mr. Event Czar, yes. just so we're clear. You know, he doesn't, but I'm sure he would. He would wear some. I know, as tall as he is, I'm going to bet that it's hard to find ruby red slippers in that yeah, size. Yeah, in the size 15 shoe. Wow. <laughs> I feel like Mr. Event Czar, though, is one that would have kind of a crazy shoe collection. That wouldn't one surprise would me. Think, but, man, not ruby red. No, okay. he's, slippers, he's too no. Iowa practical for that. <laughs> this is, this yeah, is right? true. So, no, so here's the key. If you want to be in the parade in these last couple of days, you need to bring ruby red slippers mm-hmm. and tacos. Yep. To the events czar. And a check payable to DLSMS. Yeah. Sure, that too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, and then you can get in. That's the way to yep. that's the way to suck that's up to, to get in the parade at the last minute. So mm-hmm. most parades have a grand marshal. Absolutely. Do we get one this year? We do. We are honoring Tom Lovell. Uh, once, uh, that's another person I've never heard of. Like Wizard <laughs> no. of Oz, Tom Lovell. <laughs> also born in 1939. No, that's harsh. He's not, no. not quite yet. Wow. Ow. Tom, I'm sorry. Right. No, you're not. Beloved member of our community. Beloved member of Tom our community. Lovell. He has a building named after him now. <clears throat> he does. This is true. The, the former uh, Legacy Park Community Center is now yes. the Tom Lovell Community Center. Absolutely. And we're going to have him a whole parade. Exactly. He'll be leading the parade. He's so excited. He'll have the whole family with him. And uh, he's he's just really touched. And we're happy to be honoring him this year. And just to add a little bit of background, Tom Tom Lovell was the parks director. For those that don't know, he's parks director for almost 40 years. Right. And See, and you very, thought I was making real jokes about this whole, like, 1939. <laughs> I think he may have been parks director wow. then. Wow. Wow. I, I may have made that joke to yeah, him see, before. There so. we go. Right. But you know, he he play he he built what is now a world class park system right here in our hometown. So this is a cool Absolutely. a cool way for us to kind of help celebrate that. Exactly. And and, and we can get away with it now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Julie. So we got the parade. Mm-hmm. It's all happening. Uh, this is something we've been doing for a number of years. So yes. it's not like a big mystery to people, I don't think. But what else goes on in and around the parade that might be of interest to our uh, to our residents and families? Yeah. So it's definitely a family-friendly event. And so if you have young children, eight and under, we do a gold coin hunt at 1130 the morning of the parade. And that's set up over at Howard Station Park by the train depot. So kids get to hunt for gold coins and they get a little prize if they find one so bring the family out for that and then of course the parade kicks off at noon so if you want to um, find a good spot along the route along third yeah what 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 is the route of the parade for people that haven't been there for the last 15 years and why is my question (laughs) if you haven't because it's a good time they're just now in the community it's okay okay they just moved in for those that just moved to our glorious crawled out from under the rock and came to lisa what is the parade route sure so we start at lisa high school um and then we parade up green street to third street um we had west on third to southeast main 
and then um, we'll go past, you know, Whistle Stop Coffee and Smoke Brewing Company, and that's then essentially the end of the parade route. So you have 1.3 miles Ooh. of route. Look at her with more, more numbers. Get mm-hmm. your steps in. She did some, yep. some research. She did some Google Maps mm-hmm. searching. Yep. Will you will you be marching the entire parade? I personally will not. I, I'm i the, the czar, if you will. <laughs> czar. But, um, <laughs> embrace that title. You, 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 you're really kind of liking that, aren't you? I, it has a good ring to it, yeah. Um, I will be at the staging lot where all the, the floats get lined up. So that I can make sure everybody's in the right order. You're working right. hard behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, And yeah. is there any of the staff other than, say, the co-host to my left here that is, uh, will be out and trying to take all the public credit for it? <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Nick, will be, Nick will be standing at third and Douglas going, it was me. It was me the whole time. So. That's not true. This is not true at all. I will be at third and green. Oh, yeah, like, okay. This is me. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he, have, if he hasn't already stayed. You know, Nick Parker is our Emerald Isle Parade chair. He tries to act modest so, and not take credit, but that's you just made him. Well, so, look, you just made him. Do so you happy. want? The, do you want to know the story of how I how I ascended to this this helm as committee chair? Uh, like most volunteer opportunities, you stayed around long enough. Um, I got an email from Ashley Ashley Noel yeah. a few years ago that mm-hmm. said, "You're the committee chair. Here's when you need to show up." I don't buy I, that. I, am, I don't believe it. I am no. familiar with this volu- <laughs> this voluntelling that happens around there as there a whole. There was a so. big coronation ceremony, uh, and that's how it was done. Uh-huh, but he doesn't get um, to be czar. That's you. I, right. I think it was more like, here's an I'm sorry beer. Yeah. By the way, you still need to show up. <laughs> you're, you're still doing this. Well, speaking yeah. of being voluntold or volunteering. Yes. If you want to volunteer to help, because we are here on this podcast in the end about what you can do to make a difference in our community. How can one organize themselves to volunteer to help in this fantastic event? Yeah, the volunteers make this event possible. So we are definitely in search of uh, more help for that for that parade day. So on our website, downtownls.org, we have a volunteer opportunities page and a sign-up. So if you want to help out at any point that day, I think we have shifts starting at 8.30 a.m. through 2 p.m., um, if you want to help us with crowd control or cleanup or um, at the staging lot where we're getting entries organized, we'd love to have your help. I'm going to make a specific beg. Okay. If you feel like you, you want to volunteer but you still want to be bossy, we oh, really yes. need help in the crowd control area, you know, protecting people from running out in the streets. Yep. So if you feel like you want to you want to help out, you want to want to do some yep. good, give back and volunteer, but still be bossy pants. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sign up for crowd control. We need some more people in, there. In so. college yes. football, they call that the get back coach. Right. <laughs> the guy that stands on the sideline when the coach gets all mad and on the field, he goes, yeah. get back, get back. So We need about six more get back coaches. Oh. Yep. So, There's the name. If, so we have created multiple positions. We have we promoted you to Czar, yeah. and we have created the position of get back coach. <laughs> I love it. You're welcome, Julie Cook. I, I have So give us your pitch, though. Jace and I have talked about downtown a lot on the show. Um about how much it means to us and why we do it. But but what's your pitch maybe why people should should give some time? It's a nonprofit, so they should give you money too. But right. you know, why people why this is a good volunteer opportunity, a good yeah. thing to give Why back should to people come serve the czar? <laughs> why should you serve the czar? <laughs> yeah. I mean, our organization plans over a hundred events for the community each year that are free. And I think that just adds to the overall joy of living in Lee Summit. Um, and so our organization is pr- 
pretty much completely volunteer run. I mean, that's how we do a hundred events each year is because we have just amazing community support and volunteers that help us put these events on. So, uh, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without people like Nick and Jason and other volunteers that, that help us out along the way. So we really appreciate it. And we wouldn't be doing a parade or downtown days or music in the park or any of that without volunteer help. See how I set her up to compliment us. Just that like was send the nice. praise back. <laughs> that's why that's why she's the czar. That's the, that's true. But you know, we always say that you know, downtown Lee Summit is literally the picture on all the brochures. Yep. For, for yeah. our community. And so these, this is a and great these way parades to and these events the are, are some of the ones that appear on that there. Well, Julie, thank yeah. you for taking time. So just a cap. Saturday the 14th, mm-hmm. parade is at noon. We have the coin crawl or coin find coin hunt. hunt. Coin yeah. hunt. Wow. 1130. You, you, you managed to get that wrong twice in a row. <laughs> coin hey, crawl. We, we strive for like excellence it. in our wrongness yeah. around here. Speaking of, speaking of crawl, if you know the, the yeah. parade is very family friendly, but if you want to go out and have some adult fun afterward, yeah. there is something afterward in the yes. district. Immediately following the parade is the Emerald Isle pub crawl. So if you want to get a lanyard or a t-shirt or just stick around for a few drinks after the parade, all of the downtown bars and restaurants are participating in that. So There are, there are drink specials and amazing people watching opportunities, to be oh, honest. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It, yes. The people watching is, is actually becoming a good sport for, <laughs> yes. for the bump mm-hmm. It is fantastic. So. so, well, Julie, thank you for taking time to come and talk with us. Thank you so much for having me. And we will allow you to go back to your uh, czarist regime and uh, and good luck with this uh, this event and all the others. And celebrate number forth. six. Yes. Thank you the so leader much. in the clubhouse. Woo! Number six. Good Thanks, good. Julie. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the people by our friends at Shred KC. Jason, if you're looking to change, to start living that healthy lifestyle, these are the guys for you. They are, and and they're going to do it. They're going to help you adopt those healthy lifestyles, get those new habits, get those things going without all that pesky like shame or any of that stuff that goes on. It's a positive, supportive environment to help you get to the goals that you want to have so that you feel the best that you can feel. Real goals, real plans, none of that fad stuff. They don't, they're not giving you the fad diets. They're not giving you the crazy new fad workout. These are real plans that are going to help you get there. Whether it's group classes or personal training, this is the gym for you. Head on down on 3rd Street. See our friends at Shred KC. You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with host Nick Parker, a proud member of the Fredcast Network. You can subscribe to this podcast on most podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all of the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Link2Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall.